Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Today, we're going to talk about curating your safe space. Do you falter at your altar or do you ace your space? (laughs) We want to hear from you today because you're live with the crew of OMG, the podcast. Welcome back, guys. It might change by the time you all listen to this when this airs, but right now we're recording this near the end of August, and the energy is just funky and murky and heavy. Yeah. So this is a reminder just to be gentle with yourself. Definitely. And since we're talking about the place that we go, or maybe the place we need to construct, I'll fill you in on what's on my little tall table in my living room. I've got a crystal grid. I've got a crystal ball. I've got a selenite wand. I've got some incense. And usually there are going to be some oracle cards there as well. Do I use it as often as I should? Not really. But I'm hoping that today's episode is going to inspire me and hopefully inspire you. So who wants to talk about their space? Well, this is this is Sheena Kim. I think just the intention of having it in your space and in kind of in line of sight, like where you see it mm-hmm. quite frequently. And it just, it brings your mind back to, you know, back to spirit and back to your intuition. So, I mean, I think, I think having it that way brings a, a larger effect than you necessarily think it does just because you don't sit prone in front of it right, every day. Right. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> that brings up a realization that I had this past week. I like, since school has gotten out, my, mindfulness practice has suffered greatly like I haven't it's not in the same routine it's just difficult to set aside five to ten minutes or whatever to dedicate just to meditation in my little space with I think what started this podcast we've talked about before was Allie had a project for school and she filmed us and called it the Real Housewives of uh, high point and so we were just all like sitting around a table talking drinking Prosecco doing what we're doing right now basically with no like specific topic or theme in mind or filter and or filter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that night I can't remember what happened, but I was telling a story about one of my kids. I think maybe that's where peace out came from too. We we're talking mm-hmm. about a student I had, but Ro gave me these two huge pieces of <laughs> amethyst. And she, I think it was you that held it up to your ears and you're like, la, 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 like you're tuning it out. And they, were, so, they were actually bookends because they were flat yes. on one side. <laughs> yes, that's right. They're huge. And so I was like, I've got to create something with these because the, like, there's a reason that mm-hmm. you gifted them to me and whatever. And so I have like a little area in our living room. That's like kind of near where the TV is and my record player and stuff. And so it has like my crystal grid, it has those, it has my Oracle card decks and um, like a little candle usually. And I haven't like, I've used it maybe twice this summer. And so the other day I was talking with Christian and he was like, you know, I think that sometimes you get in your own head about 
like it needing to be so structured. Mm -hmm. And he was like, sometimes like while I'm doing the dishes, I'm meditating because I'm like doing it mindfully. And I was like, okay, first of all, bitch, if this is you trying to get me to do the dishes, I'm not going to work. <laughs> I'm just kidding. B plus for manipulation. Oh, absolutely. Yes. This man is smart. But I, he, he, uh, he was like, you know, sometimes I'll do it when I'm cooking and just like tasks around the house where you just do something mindfully. He was like, just try it and see how it feels. And so that night he cooked dinner and I did do the dishes after. And I hate doing dishes. It's like one of my least favorite chores. But I did. I sat there and just, I didn't put like a podcast in or music. I didn't put on like a video in the background. It was just me and the soap and the dishes. And it was probably the most at peace I felt in a month. You know, it was wild. Yeah, this is Alexander, and I want to build off what Aaron was saying, because I would have to agree. It's like, I don't have, in my room right now, I've got, I finally have all of my decks up on a shelf, which will change when I move. You love your decks, don't you? You need a bigger shelf for all those decks. I need need some more shelves, guys. It's growing. You guys want to support my habit? Yeah, with some decks. But that's the next Um, episode. Carry on. Um... But I do have them kind of spread out on shelves in my room, and I've got my crystal singing. I mean, not my crystal singing bowl. I've got a Tibetan singing bowl. I've got my tuning fork. So I've got it all around. And right now, unfortunately, all my crystals are in a drawer that I've dedicated as, like, my spiritual drawer. I pull it out, pull what I need. I don't have a space set up. And I think I can also get stuck in the needing to have it be the perfect space in order for me to do my quote-unquote spiritual practice but i would say that i've been doing a cycling program where it's three rides a week for honestly a few months now and i've got about another month to go month and a half and when i'm riding it's like i'm listening to what the instructor is saying i'm not trying to worry about what i have to do after the long list of stews i'm really trying to be in the moment and present and i think that's mindfulness and your sacred space is really about being in the present moment and as hard as it is when your mind wanders like my long to-do list like i don't have five minutes to sit here and try and be frustrated and continue to think about my to-do list but bring it just back to i'm sitting in the space i'm breathing it can really allow you to take your sacred space wherever you go so it's not something you have to as kim said you don't have to you know prostrate at an altar every day for five minutes at the same time every day you can if that's comfortable and that's how you feel and that's what works for you but if it doesn't you know don't want you to feel like you're doing it wrong because i don't think there really is a wrong way to do something yeah Yeah. and this is chandra i I totally agree with that i think you your sacred space is within Mm -hmm. i do feel though it is beneficial to have a space kind of dedicated uh, where you have the visuals of your beliefs and of what you know what your practice is um i have a, a bookshelf where i have you know like you know, my saging wand and palo santo and incense burners and i also have a um you know a singing bowl and i i have all my pendulums hanging up and yeah. i have all my oracle cards but that's not actually where i do my meditation there's a really comfortable chair in the living room and that was where i tended to sit in the morning and take like you know 15 20 minutes and just connect into spirit, tell them what I have going on, take some time to receive messages. But I feel like if you can do that practice in a particular space, you kind of get that effect of building the power. Mm -hmm. Like you kind of cultivate a certain frequency and a certain atmosphere, um, a certain vibration in that space so that when you go back to that space, 
you know, it's a little easier to kind of like shift into, you know, into that mindset. I always feel like calmer and my mind kind of a little bit more blank. But when I'm sitting in that chair, because I did that practice for so long in that chair. So I I do, I do feel like that that's the one you, you take your sacred space with you. But the one benefit, one of the benefits of having a dedicated space is that you're able to just build the power in that area. And would you say that space developed over time? You know, like you was like, okay, I sit here and I try it. Well, I like that. I come back to that. You try it somewhere else. And you're like, oh, no, no, I really want to go back to that first spot. Or was it like, I'm going to use this chair. It was more of that was just like a comfortable place to sit to do it. And then over time, I felt like it got easier to do it there. Mm -hmm. Like I started receiving more messages the longer that I had that practice there. Right. There's um. I want to give a shout out to Brenda here because we're recording in her house in this beautiful room that she's sort of, we've made our unofficial home for recording. Um, but the podcast she, in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to that, having a benefit of having a space, I think that also depends on your space too. Like if you feel comfortable and you have a space and if you don't, you'll find it one day, I think. I haven't found mine. I mean, it's unlucky. Mine's kind of all over the room. Right. But here... Brenda repainted her house a while ago um, herself and she crushed up selenite into the paint and she painted this room, which if you have the option to do that, that's kind of cool because that just kind of charges the room. I believe in the crystal episode, we might have talked about directions of crystal points. And if you have crystals at the corners of the room, you can direct energy in. If you have the points facing out, you can direct energy out. So that's a, also a benefit of having mm-hmm your dedicated space because you can change that space as you need to, but you can also really spiritually, energetically prep your space. Yeah. You know, I think that's a great point. Maybe we should take a real quick break and then come back and talk with Ro and Brenda about their spiritual practices and their spiritual spaces. Hi, this is Chandra. Brenda and I would like to invite you as part of our podcast community to join us on either Facebook or Instagram live each Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern U.S. time, where we give free oracle readings for fans of the show. Just follow us on our OMG podcast, Facebook or Instagram page. You can post or DM us your questions there each week with the hashtag woo woo wisdom and then tune in at 11 a.m. each Friday on our page to watch your free reading. If you can't join us live, don't worry. You can always catch it on the replay. This is just our way of saying thank you for being part of our woo-woo family. Hope to see you this Friday. All right. Welcome back, guys. This is Brenda Sue. I thought I would just interject a little something here because, like, Rosalie and I, we go out and walk in the woods a lot. And we have a special place that we like to go. And I think for me, I don't know how you feel, you can add, you know, when when I finish talking. That's where I feel the most connected with spirit or in my treatment room. But I do have a space in the house that I also keep. But like Camille said, I don't go to it every day. I did for a while and then I've gotten out of the habit of it. But I think, you know, it depends what your what your soul craves mm-hmm. to where you connect with spirit or where you have your practice. But for me, it's definitely outside being in nature, connecting with the animals and the earth and just being mindful in the walk and what energies I'm feeling and what do you think Ro? Yeah I was um, trying to think of where my meditation space is and where I feel most at home and it is outside because in the morning I like more walking that's like meditation and when I was running full-time I love to run that was my 
meditation. That was my me time. I didn't have to think. I didn't have to do anything. And you just just get in a rhythm of hearing your breath Mm -hmm. and your feet hitting the pavement kind of thing. So that for the longest time has been my meditation and I'm trying to get back into it. But yeah, being outside and in nature in the mornings, I love to sit outside and listen to the birds in my backyard. I have a wooded backyard. I turn on my fountain and I listen to the water and I just watch all the wildlife around me. The bugs, the hummingbirds, the birds, the squirrels. I, there's a hawk family in my trees and I listen to them Aww. and they get into fights with the crows and the blue jays <laughs> and you hear the constant screeching and, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there just taking it all in. Even so grounding. the noise, it sounds like it's peaceful. It does. Yeah. It does. I just love it. And then I'll watch the clouds go over if there's some clouds in the sky. I think that's kind of fun. And sometimes I shouldn't do it while I'm driving, but if there's those big puffy clouds, mm-hmm. I'll start to they distract actually look for things now. Like, you know, as a child, I think you're like, oh, what shapes do you see in a cloud? And you'll tell your friend and you'll talk about it, or at least that's what I did. And, you know, as an adult, we stop thinking about that kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, well, what if we get back to that and being in that creative mental space? But I love that moving meditation idea because I'm not going to drive with that. And sometimes it's like, I crave that movement meditation. And other times I'm like, no, I just want to sit still. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, sometimes I've heard, you know, other authors talk about, oh, I spend an hour every day in meditation and another hour in yoga. And I'm like, I wish I could do that. I just don't have the time. <laughs> right. So don't feel like anything that we're saying is the only right way. And if you guys have something different, please share it with us. We'd love to learn more, maybe try something new because it's always, it's a growing practice. Yeah. And I like, what you were saying earlier, habit versus and practice, not versus, but a habit of doing something daily and the practice of you actually showing up to it each day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that phrasing too, Brenda, like, what does your soul crave? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That like, I put a tickle in my chest, <laughs> a good kind. Mm. Yeah. Well, and because your energy shifts and changes and your, you know, your vibration shifts and changes. So the same thing is probably not going to make you feel completed every single day doing the same thing. Right. And, you know, I kind of want to throw something out there because not everyone really? has. Do you need a rock to throw it with? Let me get my I need catching glove. I need a crystal. <laughs> Thank you for this pendulum. <laughs> but not everyone has a particular space or maybe you live in a very crowded house mm-hmm. where you don't get a lot of alone time unless you're like locking yourself in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That being said, think of the different ways that you can be a walking sacred space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see this in my friends all the time, as well as in myself. Maybe one day I've got on some earrings that Ro made me out of a really cool stone or crystal that I like. Maybe I've got my Mm -hmm. little bracelet on that deflects the evil eye. Maybe I'm wearing a necklace from my great grandmother who meant the world to me. And I know that she's watching over me. Um, maybe I have crystals in my bra. Maybe I don't, but maybe I do. Right. Exactly. <laughs> or panties. What a discriminate. Yeah. Exactly. And sometimes but yeah, you be, could be walking space, yeah. walking sacred space. You'll be drawn that. to, I think one time I was drawn to like, not selenite, citrine for like quite a few days. Yeah. And then uh-huh. suddenly I'm like, I really need some garnet. And I was like, I don't know why, but I just do. And so like your sacred space inside you, the space you carry with you or the space you go to every day can change. And I think it should change. I think there's also like, do you ever feel when you read stuff or like if you're on Pinterest or Instagram or all these like, you know, rabbit holes you can go down to and it's like, this is how to set up your sacred space. And it feels so rote and it has no room for change or room for growth. It's like, it can be 
I want that, but it's both. Well, and it's, it's so orchestrated for yeah. the photo. It's not, right. yeah. it's, not, it's not intentional, and you can, you can tell that it's not what someone felt in that moment and loved. I mean, I, I think even just, you know, a photo of, you know, if you connect with nature, like Roe and Brenda do, then have print out a really beautiful photo of, like, the place that just makes your heart sing. And maybe, you know, set a crystal in front of that on a bookshelf. And that's your altar. Only because every time you walk by it and you see that you're reminded of that mind space. Absolutely. Like I do feel like having a physical representation in your, in your space to kind of like, as you see it, just like bring you back to that um, is important. But to Alexander's point, not necessarily that you have to, you know, sit in the lotus position for an hour a day staring (laughs) at it, you know? Right. And uh, Rosalie here, when we initially talked, you know, started thinking about doing altars and things like that, Allison set up a a specific spot in her apartment when she went to college and, you know, she had the things that were important to her on her altar, but I'm thinking, do I, I don't have an altar. And she's like, mom, look at the entryway mirror. That's your altar. And I'm like, I said, what are you talking about? She says, you have all kinds of crystals up there, feathers and your storytellers and your Kachina dolls and, and your incense burner. And I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. But I set it up and didn't realize it was there. Right. Mm-hmm. And then as I was thinking, of, as this conversation started, I was thinking about, oh, my gosh, I've got like little crystal setups in practically every room of my house. Mm-hmm. Like my crystal grids in my dining room with some selenite. Your yeah. house is your space. My your yeah. sacred space. Uh, my pain. bedroom. I have the bedside I have. Yeah. Selenite to put my jewelry that I take off to recharge yeah. it or, you know. I've got crystals practically in every room of my house. And I, I love realize that it. idea yeah. that yeah. it's not just in a single like room or a single corner of your house, but it is all throughout. I feel like that's beautiful because mm-hmm. then you can go anywhere in your house and start to feel that space and calmness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Allie growing up in that environment too, that probably inspired her to make her own altar when she got her own space in an apartment, you know? Yes. And the fact that like, but she's I like, never, mom, that's your altar. And you're I like, never wait, thought what? Of it. Yeah. That's I never so thought cool. of it as an altar, but that was my like energy collection of things. Yeah. But intuitively you, I did it. Intu- felt, yeah. You felt the need to put like all of your sacred things together mm-hmm. in yeah. an area. Yeah. 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 So, that's so cool. I think it's kind of time for a shameless shout out. Shameless shout out. (laughs) Actually, my friend Chandra sitting here beside me makes these incredibly fabulous meditation benches. Yes. And maybe we need to post a picture of that and see if anyone's interested in that because they're gorgeous. They're surprisingly comfortable. And they're compact and beautiful to look at. So talk about that for a minute. Um, How'd you get there? Well... (laughs) Bad knees um, <laughs> and bad hips. Well, sitting, sitting in the floor and sitting like you know cross-legged or, or on my knees was just was just so uncomfortable. And I found a picture one day of these. They're just um, like a tilted bench that just kind of like goes under your bum enough to support you when you're in a kneeling position. And I thought I can make that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can make those. And so um, yeah, I just got some wood and made two or three of them and. Um, you know, charged them. I actually charged them with Reiki for different purposes. Like some are charged just for, you know, kind of like building the power. Some are charged with like Reiki to bust up blockages yeah, and things like that. So it was just a 
I think it was an um, ADHD hyper focus. It was like I saw I saw a creative outlet. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can do that. And so like for two months, I did nothing but make meditation. Just cool. Well, and I think uh, going back to what Rosalie was saying earlier, going every space in the house. I mean, that brings up the idea of a not temporary, but movable altar, mm-hmm. something that you can take down and put away when you need to or travel with you. So kind of sometimes having a few small pieces of those things that are important to you or representation, that's always good to have like maybe a little tin box to do. And I know Rosalie's pulling out her keys right now. (laughs) She's got her travel crystals. So we'll have to post a picture of that with this episode as well. But it doesn't, you know, it can be anything you need it to be. Anything you want it to be, it can move with you. It can be in you, your, your physical boundaries of your body. A yeah, box you bring with you, especially when you swallow them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't recommend it. Disclaimer. Yeah, disclaimer. But some of us are prone to do. Right. Unless it's bill size obsidian, and then it's okay. I mean, I had a friend in college, and you know, she was in college taking classes. She was bartending. She like worked another job in retail, and lived in an apartment with several other people. And so she didn't really have like a spiritual space that mm-hmm. she could set up physically in her house or her apartment, and so. She made the dashboard of her car, Aww. like her little altar. Oh, she put like yeah. a little, like a Catholic saint, uh, yeah. little necklace and several crystals and like a little grid and stuff. And she was like, and then when I would be driving to work, I'd be stressed out and think, oh, I can tune in right now and meditate, you know? And so, you know, you can make a space out of anything or anywhere. Yeah. Just like Camille yeah. said, you can be a walking sacred space. All of that. If y'all hear a panting dog, Angel is very needy today. And she's like right by the microphone. Yes. So it's not Aaron. No, not this time. But a panting dog is better than a pooting dog. We, uh, <laughs> we, we, found, we found that out earlier. <laughs> um, also keep in mind, school's starting for a lot of kids. And if your kids have anxiety about going back, you can, you know, look up your stones for protection. Usually um, amethyst is calming. Obsidian or black tourmaline are good for grounding. A hematite for shielding. Yeah. So you put, hematite was what was coming to my mind. Hematite. Just, just so that they kind of like can feel power over their own little space around them. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they put you can put crystals in your backpack if you're a returning college mm-hmm. student. I have crystals in my toiletry bag mm-hmm. to make sure that I don't forget them. Yeah. So my I have a little piece of selenite, uh onyx for grounding, uh yeah. rose quartz, you know, for love and that those good feelings, peace and harmony while you're traveling. I had forgot about this, but my husband picked up my purse one day and he said, what do you have in here? Rocks. And I just looked at him. He's like, you got rock. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe one or two. Yeah. Which rocks bring you down? (laughs) For protection. For protection. Hilarious. I think it's finding whatever works for you and, you know, try things out. Try a couple different methods. Like if you don't have one, like Rosalie was saying earlier, she didn't know she had an altar. If you don't have an altar and you're like, well, I want to make one. I mean, go walk around your apartment, your home, your house, whatever, and see if you have unknowingly, unconsciously created an altar space and mm-hmm. start there. Yeah, because it um, doesn't have to be woo-woo things. It can just no, be whatever, yeah. whatever things are important to you and make you feel kind of, quote unquote, connected. Plants. Yeah, absolutely. So... Yeah, take a look around, try some new things, try different things, share your suggestions with us, what you do. We'd love to hear and try them ourselves. Yeah. And uh, until next time. Until next time. Want a quick plug for us. If you enjoy this content, 
check out our bias uh, coffee coffee paint coffee coffee oh it's gosh. a coffee and a waffle Guys, baby Buy it, is coffee. A <laughs> um, it is a low energy kind of day if you like this content you want to support us in creating it go ahead and donate to us at our bias a bottle page which is linked on our website and go ahead and give this podcast a like subscribe wherever you listen to comment on our website and we look forward to hearing from you Yep. Peace out, y'all. Peace out. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.